everyone, welcome to episode three of From the Rooftop Podcast. Um, I am so fired up to share this message because when I heard this message, I was in awe. I knew I needed to hear it. I needed to hear it in this specific time of the world that we're living in today. And I really hope that some of you guys feel the same way. Um, I don't know about you guys, but the amount of people that I've seen recently, whether it be social media, whether it be in person, in my personal relationships, people saying, I need God and I need it now. And I know that I do because I can feel this tug of my heart. Um, There's a lot of stuff going on in the world right now that is literally almost impossible to deny his existence, although people still will. um, And people still will not listen and have ears to listen, but that's okay. Um, We're going to continue to pray for that. And I just pray that this message would touch the lives of someone that really needed to hear it and really need to get fired up about God. I mean, I just like, I have in my heart, I'm just like, we need to be fired up about this. We need to be fired up about the Bible. We need to be fired up about God. We need to be fired up enough to be going out and talking to people and talking to our friends and in our relationships that we're already having in our personal lives. We need to be talking to people about this because this isn't something that you put on the back burner. The time is now to talk about this. I mean, people need to be safe now. There's, we're almost running out of time, I just personally feel like. So the time is now to be listening to the story. So, with that being said, we're going to jump straight into this. Um, Matthew 25, it's called the Parable of the Ten Virgins. So, um, I'm just going to read out of the Bible and we'll just discuss it bit by bit because um, for me to sit here and explain it, it gets, it's a mouthful, it's a lot, I don't want to get anyone confused. So, starting from the top, um, it says, um, we're at Matthew 25 if you want to follow along. At that time, the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. So, backstory on this. um, Just so you're aware, this chapter has a lot of symbolism. Um, So, right off the bat, we know that this is about the kingdom of heaven. um, And this is Jesus talking, and this is um, about the end time. Um, And this is just a really good message to kind of think about and um, think about where your head is and your heart is. Um, right now in this season and in this time of your relationship with God. Um, and so um, we have the ten virgins. It says, at the time, the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the, bri- the bridegroom. So virgins represent believers of Christ. We have your Christians. That is what the virgins represent. Um, and then the bridegroom, the bridegroom represents Jesus. Um, so let's continue reading here. Five of them were foolish and five of them were wise. Okay, so we have five of the wise were considered foolish and then five of them were considered wise. So um, this is why Jesus considers some wise and some foolish. Foolish ones took their lamps, but they did not take any oil with them. So all they did was take the oil that was already in their lamps and that's it. They didn't take any extra. So they were foolish. Um, the wise ones took oil in jars along with their lamps. So they brought their lamps, they brought the oil that was already in their lamps, and then they also brought extra oil um, for the road. That's why they're considered wise. Um, so let's pause here. The oil represents the Holy Spirit in this situation. We're going to continue reading, and it's all going to make a little bit more sense. Um, the bridegroom was a long time in coming, and they all became drowsy and fell asleep. So they knew that the bridegroom was coming to marry them. Um, remember, bridegroom is representing Jesus. The virgins are representing Christians. They knew that it was going to be a while before he came. We know, believers, Christians know that it's 
feels like a while before Jesus' second coming, right? So they became drowsy and they fell asleep. At midnight, the cry rang out, here's the bridegroom, come out to meet him. So backstory, in this time of day, um, it wasn't abnormal for a man to marry 10 wives. Um, and when they would marry them and they would have this marriage ceremony, it would be this huge celebration. Um, it would be a time for them to connect um, and greet each other and you know, dwell in their intimate relationship with him. So at midnight, the cry rang out, come out to meet him. Then all the virgins woke up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish ones said to the wise, give us some of your oil. Our lamps are going out. So the virgins who are considered foolish, they're now out of oil for their lamps because why? Because they were foolish enough to not bring any extra oil with them on the way there. Um, and so they're asking the wise uh, virgins, hey, um, can I have some of your oil, please? And this is what they say. No, they replied, there may not be enough for both of us and you. Instead, go to those who sell oil and buy some for yourselves. So they're like, no, you cannot have my oil. There's not enough for me and you. You have to go get your own. So go back to whoever's selling it and go buy some more. But while they were on their way to buy the oil, the bridegroom arrived. The virgins who were ready went in with him to the wedding banquet and the door was shut. So they're still waiting on the bridegroom to arrive after it's been announced he's coming. And um, the other foolish virgins have gone back to get their oil. And in the meantime, the bridegroom has arrived and they are leaving to go celebrate their wedding. And on uh, verse 10 at the very end, it says, and the door was shut. So keep that in mind. The door was shut. Verse 11, later the others also came. Lord, Lord, they said, open the door for us. But he replied, truly I tell you, I don't know you. Therefore, keep watch because you do not know the day or the hour. So um, let's talk about this for a second. That was a long story. Might get a little confusing here. So um, summary of this, there's 10 virgins. Five of them were foolish, five of them were wise, five that were wise brought extra oil, five that were foolish did not. They had to go back and get oil. They missed the coming of their husband um, because of this. And then when they went to return to meet their husband to celebrate their wedding, he said, I do not know you. So leave, go away. So um, looking back at this, we know virgins represent believers, bridegroom, Jesus, oil, Holy Spirit, okay? So, um, literally, this is such an important story to understand because um, all 10 of these virgins were believers, okay? They're all considered believers of Jesus. They're all going on the same journey to meet the groomsmen, or I mean the bridegroom, who is considered Jesus. They're all going on the same journey, okay? They all have the same supplies. They have lamps, but some only brought the lamps, or only brought the oil in their lamps, and some brought extra, okay? And the ones that brought the extra, keep in mind, they could not share with the ones that were foolish. They couldn't share with them because there was not enough. So um, what does that mean? What is this representing? So um, the oil supply that they had, the extra oil they had, that represents their relationship with Jesus. Um, 
as Christians, we're called to be loving and supportive. Um, but in this case, I mean, you have to have a relationship built on your own with Jesus. You can't have the relationship with Jesus that your parents have. Your parents um, make you go to church every Sunday. You're growing up in this very Christian home. Um, you're learning all these things that they have only taught you, but you've never spent your own time in God's Word. Um, you might have watched VeggieTales when you were younger, but you didn't build your own intimate, intentional relationship with God. And so that cannot be shared. And that's something I struggled with for a long time, and that's another topic. But you cannot share that intimacy just like you have, if you have a husband, you can't share that intimacy with someone else because it's your own. Only you guys understand that. Only you guys can communicate in that specific way you do and, and feel the love like you do. And so that's just not something that you can share with other people. And that signifying the oil, um, like I said, they're all on the same journey, but they have to go find that relationship themselves. They have to go repent because they didn't actually have the Holy Spirit living in them, which is the oil. Um, they had to go back and fix themselves. And they knew this whole time that this is what's happening. The bridegroom is coming. You are going to see him and celebrate with him in this marriage. You knew what was happening, but because he took so long, you thought you didn't need it. You thought you didn't need enough. You thought you didn't need so much of it. Um, that's the big thing here. They didn't think that they would need that much. The wise wives had enough because they knew they needed it. The foolish ones, they didn't think they needed that much. Oh, you know, I listen to Christian music occasionally. I still dibble-dabble in this awful, repulsive music from all these famous rappers, but I still listen to Christian music, so that's enough. Um, oh, I don't really read my Bible that much, but I get some of the word from social media, so that should be enough. No, girl, be for real. You are joking yourself. Don't be a foolish virgin. You need to get your butt over there and bring extra oil in every single occasion that you are in. You need to be able to have enough oil that when people see you, they say, she's ready. She has enough oil in her lamp to last her for when Jesus comes here. Oh, Lord, somebody. So, with that being said, um, we're talking about the oil supply. We're talking about the relationship with God. Um, and... All of this is being said because at the very end, Jesus does a mic drop and he says, I'm telling you this because therefore keep watch. You do not know the day or the hour. Um, we are these virgins in this situation. Um, we don't know when he's coming back. We just know he's coming back. Um, and we have to be prepared for that. Although it may feel like it's taking some time, he's still coming. You still need that relationship. You don't get to just put them on the back burner. Um, and that's why I really am thankful for all those. Even the TikToks that are showing up on people's For You page, how I, I mentioned earlier that I keep seeing all these comments of, God, I need you. I don't know how to get back with God, but I, I know I feel it. I had There was a Facebook post I saw recently of someone sharing saying, like, um, I've never felt like I needed to get in church more. Girl, then go. The time is now. I'm telling you right now. You don't have the time to waste, and I'm not saying it to scare you. I'm saying it to be for real. Somebody needs to be for real with you and love you with the truth. We can't be walking around here loving our sins and the people. I love you, but I don't love your sin. Just like I love myself and I love God, but I hate my sin. I'm going to be the, the same person and the same advocate for you, just as the Holy Spirit is in this world. Um, leading back to that, we got John 14, 26 that I wrote down to understand what the Holy Spirit is. It says, 
but the Advocate, capital A, Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all these things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. So Jesus obviously is not walking the earth anymore. So what do we have to remind us of those things and to have that tug on our heart that we're feeling right now? That's the Holy Spirit. That's what the oil is representing. They, are, they all have the Holy Spirit. But who has enough of it? Who has that relationship? The Holy Spirit, talking about Holy Spirit can get a little confusing. It was for me a long time ago because no one ever really um, explained it to me. But if you look up on Google just the word spirit, just the definition of spirit, what does it mean? The non-physical part of a person, which is the seat of emotions and character, the soul. Y'all, this was my like, okay, God, you're really showing out for me because I was super confused. What does it mean to be the Holy Spirit? What does that mean? So it says... Um, the definition is the seat of emotions and character. We know that God loves us, right? How do we feel that love through the Holy Spirit? How do we feel his presence when we're raising our hand and worshiping and singing to him the Holy Spirit, okay? And it says character. So what are the characteristics of the Holy Spirit? Well, that's the fruit of the Spirit. Here they are. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And if we have the Holy Spirit in us, then we also have all those characteristics. And that is just the most amazing thing to me about the Holy Spirit is that he, it is real. It is so real. It's everywhere. It's all around you. The Holy Spirit is in your heart. And those who are going to heaven are going to heaven because they have the Holy Spirit and they have the oil and they have enough of the oil to where people can say and see and Jesus can see you have a relationship with me and I know who you are. Those foolish virgins, they didn't know who Jesus was and he didn't know who they were. That's why he said, the doors are shut, we're done here. Oh Lord, I mean, I this is like, this is a fire word and I'm gonna be honest with you, I have had so much spiritual warfare happening to me um, recently and just even just right now while I've been trying to video this, um, and I just know this message is from the Lord, and I just know somebody needs to hear this. So, um, this is just, I'm in awe of everything that God has shown to me in this, and I really, really hope that this encourages someone. Um, the take of this message, you have to be ready. What does it mean to be ready? You have to have your own relationship with Jesus. You can't borrow it from your next door neighbor. You can't borrow it from your husband or your wife or your parents or your best friend or your sister or your brother. You have to have your own because it's just like being married. He is your husband. You are that virgin. You are the one who has the intimate relationship with him and you have to have one of your own. And I can't stress it enough how important it is to have that right now in this day of age you have to have that because it may feel like it's happening forever maybe it doesn't happen in your lifetime but it doesn't matter you have to have that relationship with jesus because you have to be ready because we do not know the day or the hour so <laughs> with all that being said i really hope everyone has a good rest of the week um i can't wait for next message um it's going to be super powerful this one just really set a fire inside of me and I really hope it does for you guys too. Um, I love you guys all so much. Please message me if you have any prayer requests. Um, I'm always available for that. I'm always ready for an open conversation about literally anything. So um, I pray you guys have a good rest of your week and I'll talk to you soon.